this is the Women Leadership Show. Hi, I'm Janet Quack. For the past 20 years, I have been helping individuals to realize their leadership potential. In recent years, I have trained, coached, and engaged leaders across Asia Pacific region to build high performance teams and improve individual engagement and motivation. In this podcast, I will share tips and ways to realize your full potential and be a leader in your own way. Join me in this journey to discover them. I have a free gift for you, 21 Ways of Being Headhunted. It is downloadable at www.janetaishaquack.com forward slash headhunted. www.janetaishaquack.com forward slash headhunted. Welcome to Women Leadership Show. I'm Janet Aisha. And in this episode, I'll be sharing with you on what if there's no tomorrow. My late mom, who has Parkinson, conditioned over, over a number of years, and her condition deteriorated in the last two years where she was bedridden and she had to rely on caregiver to take care of her 24 by 7. I really um, saw how she suffered as because she was not able to move and she was in pain during the period. She had to uh, get the caregiver or myself uh, do things for her as she used to be a very independent woman where everything she'll manage on her own and also for my grandmother who she was taking care uh, for more than 20 years. So seeing her like this in her condition was really was a really uh, uh, sad for me that uh, she, she, she was not able to take care of herself and also that she was not able to also to communicate at the later stage where her speech had deteriorated. Due to Parkinson condition, deterioration, uh, muscles and um, uh, physically and also uh, her voice, uh, which was also deteriorated where we were not able to understand what she wanted to tell us or also what kind of instructions that she wanted to um, ask the caregiver to do. So that was really a tough time for her. And uh, myself and the caregivers uh, really had to try very hard to understand uh, what was her message. And also wherever she was in pain or wherever she cried, we have to feel we have to feel for her through her body language what she was trying to tell us. And after that, uh, I will manage to, after she, she was admitted to hospital every two weeks and because of her urine infection. So I managed to get therapists who are, who were able to provide her holistic treatment where her pain was reduced and her condition was better. Even the doctor whom she visited for Parkinson also mentioned that her, that her condition improved. Um, improved from the last time that she visited the doctor, which was six months ago. So that was in 2019. And when um, about two months later, uh, after she visited the doctor where her condition was better and even the therapist also shared with me that her condition was better. However, we still have to take note of the the caregiver, caregiving part where the caregiver has to ensure the exercise are, are done daily and also whatever the therapist has taught 
the caregiver to do has to do it with her regularly so that she so that the condition will not deteriorate and will be will maintain or improve however during um the last two months before she passed away, somehow her, her condition, her body was weakened, her immunity was lower, and she had a cold sore. And so that is where she dis, uh, that is where she had a very um uh something was not right with her, as uh, my therapist told me. Uh, so we I tried to improve in her diet and nutrition and taking supplement to improve her immunity. And two, and few weeks later, her she was actually admitted to hospital, and uh, and then because of um, because of something that was stuck in her lungs due to her swallowing, uh, she had high fever for a few for few days before she passed on, <clears throat> which was actually diagnosed as pneumonia, uh, as she had difficulty breathing and she was not able to eat and drink during the one week in the hospital. And that's how I lost my mom um, within that time, which was also not expected for me because uh, somehow in my mind, I would always think that there is always tomorrow. Every time I visited her, there is always tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, when she was alive, she would expect me to help her to run some errands, even though I was very busy with my own, uh, my own work and family. And uh, there will be times also that she wanted to see me and wanted me to visit her so that she can talk to me. Um, I tried to visit her and talk to her as much as I can. But because in 2019 was also a period where I was also feeling very down due to uh, a few things that happened to me. So I was not able to manage um, that request or manage uh, that emotions at certain times. So, um, so I felt that it was, um, after she passed away, it was really a reflection for me where it is, um, she's actually gone forever. So what if there is no tomorrow? That is something that I, I've asked myself. And also, you know, we, we take, uh, things for granted. And also we, we think that there is always tomorrow. That's why we will procrastinate what we want to do or leave it to next time. So there was a short reflection for me after she passed on as I was looking at, uh, some of the things that I would like to do and the priorities that I would like to have so that I would not have regrets and uh, really want to uh, do it before before my uh, before that my time is up in this world so to me is really focusing on the faith on my faith and that's where I started to do activities that re is related to my faith and also my family so as I already left my job uh, end of 2019 and still taking a career break now, so that gives me some time to do things that I want to do uh, and I was not able to do when I was working, uh, mainly which, re which is relate to my family and also the faith. And there's something that I also would like to do is about the charity work. So in the past, as I was working, I was able to uh, contribute in the monetary aspect. So now, as much as I can, I would like to do it as a, as a non-monetary where I volunteer my time. 
And also one, um, as, as I've done my reflection also, uh, as my mom passed away, I also think less of uh, negativity about myself or other people or the things that happen around me because I realized that, that those things are not important anymore. When one person has passed away, whatever um, arguments, whatever disagreements, whatever hate that we have for the person, it does not matter anymore because the person has already left, left uh, me and also left the world. And why do we want to keep all these um, unhappy things in our heart, in our mind? We only want to keep the good memories and also the happy times and the special times that we spend together. So my sharing, um, learning experience from this is really to live each day with a purpose and um, to have a plan for the day. And not only for the day, but really for uh, in the next one to three years, even though we don't know how long that we will live or when we are going to live, but at least we plan and then we leave it to the to faith and also um, plan for the day because it's important to get our priorities right. What gets planned in the calendar, scheduled in the calendar will get done. Also to get support from family members and schedule activities that is of priority and to also to achieve what we want to achieve um, in terms of our goals and in terms of our dream, dreams. Create a routine and habit by sticking to it and it will be with you for the rest of your life after you had crossed the 21 days or even the 111 days, which I have read recently, which is 21 days to form a new habit and also another 90 days to get the get the momentum and to get the habit start with you forever. Just like for me, and I've created the content for my podcast for season one and season two, uh, which is 111 episodes for two years content. So really live life with a purpose, um, sit down, to think about what is the priority and also what do you want to achieve and what is important in your life. And that is where your daily, your calendar and your daily activities will center around what is important because they, those are the big rocks in your life that you will want to put it in. And um, that if there is small pebbles that coming in, which is uh, distractions or other small things or uh, emergency things, then you will be able to still get focused because you know what is important, which are the big rocks. I hope that through my sharing, it draws inspiration and personal reflection for you. I believe every woman has the potential to be a leader in your own way. Connect with me through Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. If you are C-suite senior leader and woman leader who like to get your voice heard and be recognized as a leader online, I will like to invite you to schedule a call with me at www.janetaishaquack.com forward slash coaching www.janetaishaquack.com forward slash coaching. I look forward to seeing you in my next episode where I will be sharing with you tips and ways to realize your full potential as a leader on women leadership. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. 
Now, if you like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com If you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you are subscribed, you will become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. You have the power to stage and compose it the way you want it to be. Sending you my wishes and I speak to you soon. 